Welcome to The Code, your guide to health and human performance. I'm your host, Dr. Andrew Fix from Physio Room, a performance-based rehab facility here in Denver. On this podcast, we're going to explore the key areas of your life that impact your overall health and wellness, from sleep hygiene and stress management to nutrition, movement, relationships, and more. We bring you conversations with industry experts and top performers to share strategies they have for cracking the code on health and human performance. Now let's get to today's show. What's going on, guys? Dr. Andrew Fix back here on the code. Thank you so much for uh, for being here, for tuning in. As you guys probably know, if you've listened to this before, I am a physical therapist. I'm with Physio Room, a performance-based rehab facility here in the Denver area. And um, yeah, I I have so much passion behind the topic that we're about to talk about. It um, I have no notes. It's a Sunday evening. And this is cool because this episode is actually going to be airing very close to the time it was recorded. Uh, it'll basically be going on. And you're listening to it now, probably a week after I recorded it, which is not always the case. But um, this topic just came up today. Okay. And what we're going to be talking about today, uh, like I said, I'm super passionate about it. I have no notes. I have no nothing. We're just going to talk and um, we'll see where the conversation goes. But this whole concept of like taking your health and maybe not even your health, taking your care into your own hands. Like you are in control of the care that you receive. And I mean that as like politely as possible. But what what I'm getting at is, unfortunately, I don't think we can rely on, no matter how, you know, how much we respect and how much we trust um, other providers and professionals out there, I think we have to make sure we're looking out for ourselves and asking the right questions when we go into medical appointments. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, and asking for what we want and asking questions when you're not sure if you agree with the direction that, you know, you're, boi- you're being given, right? Like if the provider or the office is telling you, this is what I think you should do. And you're just not so sure about that. It is okay for you to push back a little bit. And um, let me let me lay out the scenario here for you guys a little bit of where this idea to have this conversation in this topic came from. So uh, I got a message in um, an Instagram message from a friend of mine back in Wisconsin, and uh, I'll do my best not to use any names here. But uh, but this friend sends me a message. Hey, Andrew, I've got a question for you. Would it be all right if I ran uh, this question by you about my mom's knee? And being a physical therapist, like these types of, you know, questions come up regularly anyways. Someone someone wants to ask about a particular thing that's bothering them or someone they know. Uh, This particular friend of mine, she's actually a a coach, personal trainer herself. And um, I know that she has above average, uh, you know, education on on the body and everything. So I was like, well, if she's got a question, there must be something going on. Absolutely. I'd love to lend an ear, lend a hand any way that I can. So, of course, that's what I told her back. So we end up having a conversation about her mother and and her knee. She's having knee pain. Okay, so the story basically is that two years ago, her mom tore her meniscus, and um, she's been having knee pain ever since. And it's limiting her activity level. It's limiting her ability to do exercise, to walk, to to like just do the things that she loves to do. And uh, it's limiting her daily daily life, daily activities. 
as well, just around the house and around stores and, and whatnot. And, um, but having this meniscus tear, she's unsure like what she should be doing about it. And the two year ago story is tore the meniscus, went to the physician's office, got referred to the orthopedic and, um, and ultimately was told, you know, whether it was due to the, the orthopedics recommendation or whether it was due to the insurance. Uh, the story I heard from my friend was, you know, the insurance would not approve a meniscus related surgery at this time. And, and the best option that the ortho recommended was we're just going to give you a cortisone injection in your knee. And, um, you know, eventually you're going to wind up needing a knee replacement anyways. So over the past two years, that's exactly what's been happening is she's just been receiving periodic cortisone injections in her knee. And um, unfortunately, I think you can see where I'm going with the story. Her knee's not feeling better. Um, you know, she's continuing to have knee pain. Most recently, she's been told, well, you know, you actually have arthritis in your knee now. I, I personally am not sure if it was there before the two years ago. But um, now you have knee arthritis. Uh, you know, we're not going to be doing a meniscus related surgery or procedure on this. At some point, you're just going to need a knee replacement. So the only thing you can do is continue to just get these cortisone injections for pain control. And um, and also, you know, it would be in your best interest to lose weight because that's going to help your knee pain. And uh, and that's going to be better for the knee replacement procedure whenever that ends up happening anyways. So my friend's telling me this story and I start asking a bunch of questions, right? I start asking questions like, you know, was it an acute tear? Meaning like, did something happen where she caught a twist or a slip or something? And like, there was an actual injury or did her knee just start hurting? And eventually she went to the physician's office and they found she had a, a meniscus tear. How old is she? Um, you know, is her knee locking or catching or anything like this? Because what I'm trying to figure out is, you know, is it actually the meniscus that's causing the knee pain? Because there's a lot of reasons someone's knee could hurt, right? What I don't know is she could have had the arthritis before. She may just have it now because when you do tear your meniscus or injure any other ligament in the knee, you are more likely to develop osteoarthritis as a result of the change in mechanics of that joint. So, um, you know, like for myself, I've had several hip related surgeries, um, procedures, labral tears and whatnot. I would expect that later in my life, I'm probably going to have hip arthritis. But one thing that we know is that arthritis is not just a wear and tear condition. It's It actually is an inflammatory condition. It has a lot to do with the stress that our body's under, the food that we're eating, the activity level that we do, the sleep that we get, like what our lifestyle is can drastically impact how our body feels when we're talking about arthritis, because it's not just damage from use, right? Okay. And that's, that's what I think a lot of people still still believe, but I'm just letting you know that there's more to it than just that. Okay. I think there is, there is some that does have to do with the wear that our body has had, but you know, if you have great mechanics, if you load appropriately, there are a lot of people who live really late into their lives without suffering from any, any form of debilitating arthritis. Um, but, but back to this story. So I found myself getting very frustrated about the situation, about my friend's mother, when my friend was telling me, she's just been told to keep getting these cortisone injections, and that essentially they're just prolonging or, or you know, delaying the inevitable knee replacement. 
What's going on, Code listeners? Dr. Andrew Fix here. And I want to tell you about our friends at Element. Element makes a tasty electrolyte drink with everything that you need and nothing that you don't. That means the science-backed electrolyte ratio of sodium, potassium, and magnesium, and none of the junk. No sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. And that's why I use it. I've been taking Element for two years now, and I absolutely love the stuff, and I wouldn't want to exercise without it. For all of you code listeners and friends of Physio Room, Elements offered a special to you guys, and I want you to take advantage of it. Go ahead and visit drinkelement.com slash physioroom. That's drinklmnt.com slash physioroom to receive that special offer. You're going to get a free variety pack with any purchase that you place, and uh, I can't wait to hear what you guys think about it. Thanks so much. I just can't fathom. I don't understand why... You have somebody who has knee pain, who has a meniscus tear, whose activity level is suffering, who previously was exercising, working out, enjoyed going for walks regularly, who is overweight. Why was she not referred to physical therapy or to work with some sort of a coach or a trainer of some sort as a conservative form of managing this knee pain? I just don't understand in 2023, or, you know, if this was two years ago from 2021 to 2023, I just don't understand how the sole strategy for managing this knee condition is repeated cortisone injections to decrease pain, because this is so far outdated in terms of what we know actually helps things. And we know repeated cortisone injections are actually not healthy for you know the for the same joint or for our body in general it delays and limits our body's natural healing processes yes they're great at reducing pain yes they can be great for diagnostic procedures to help determine if the area you're putting the injection is in fact the area the source of pain that can help rule things in and rule things out um, i have had a cortisone injection or two myself in my life but for what we know now not just in the field of physical therapy, but just in healthcare, repeated cortisone injections are not good for you. They can cause irreversible damage to the joint. They can cause increased likelihood that you're going to get arthritis because it decreases your body's natural healing processes. And it's a foreign medication that you're putting in your body. So I'm talking with my friend and, you know, what I ended up offering was, you know, please let me know if any of this stuff that I'm telling you, how I think your mother should manage the situation doesn't make sense. Because what it sounds like is she has been trying to tell her the same thing. She's a coach. She's a trainer. Like I mentioned, she's been trying to encourage her to exercise and still do the things that she's able to do. But her mom's been receiving conflicting information when she goes to her physician appointments. She's been being told things such as, Avoid squatting. Don't kneel on your knee. And just keep doing those things along with the cortisone injection so that your knee hurts less. But eventually, you're just going to need this knee replacement. What are you talking about? I, I just don't understand. And I wish one of the major points that I want to make in this episode is I wish as a society and as a healthcare profession, physical therapists, occupational therapists, chiropractors, PTs, physicians, orthos, you name it, any type of provider, I wish our go-to 
in the way that we handle these types of conversations, when we know someone does have an issue, instead of using fear and instead of using the negative language, such as avoid this, don't do that, you know, you can't do this, you'll never return to running, et cetera, et cetera. I wish we would instead default to the opposite, where we use the positive side of things and we talk about all the good things that are going on and all the things that you can still do and you should still do, as opposed to everything that you can't. Can't, can't, can't. That's not going to make anybody's situation feel better. Instead, what I wish would happen is whatever providers this uh, this woman was seeing, I wish they would say something to the effect of, you know, since we do see that you have a meniscus tear, there's an increased chance that you're going to have arthritis in your knee. And we know that that's true because that's, you know, that is exactly what happens when there's damage inside the joint. It increases the likelihood that you're going to develop arthritis. However, that doesn't mean that you are destined to be suffering from knee pain your whole life. That doesn't mean that you cannot still continue to be active. In fact, I would recommend you do continue to be active. And um, I know one of your goals is weight loss. Well, I still think that's something you can achieve. There are a lot of exercises that and forms of exercise that you can continue to do. And um, my recommendation would be that we refer you to physical therapy because we know that we're not going to surgically operate on this right now. And I want that to, um, to give you an opportunity to help your knee start to feel better. And so that they can teach you what things you can still do without the knee bothering you. We know that even though there's a meniscus tear, there are many mechanics reasons why you might be having knee pain. And it may not be just because the meniscus has some has a tear in it. In fact, there are a lot of people walking around with meniscus tears that don't have any knee pain at all. So I think it's very possible that you don't have to keep suffering from this knee pain. What do you think about that? Like just some other type of story, right? Like talk about all the things she can continue to do. Talk about all the things that she should continue to do. Talk about the fact that how we eat, how we sleep, how we manage our stress and how we manage our activity level have just as much, if not more to do with our pain level than just having a meniscus tear. And for crying out loud, stop giving this woman repeated cortisone injections that are not helping the situation. Now, if she's getting some pain relief from those, which I don't really know because I didn't go that deep into the conversation with my friend, um, well, that's great. Let's build off of that and do something else during that time period where she's having the relief from the pain instead of just waiting and then doing another one several months later. I I just don't understand. And um, I asked my friend if she minded if I use this story um, to share with you guys. And she said, absolutely, go for it. Because what I don't get is it seems like from the outside looking in, it seems like the care direction has been in what's in the best interest of the facility, what's in the best interest of the insurance company or or from a finance standpoint, like what's in the best interest of that instead of what's in the best interest of this woman and what kind of quality of life is she able to have? What kind of quality of life does she have with the knee pain? How can we improve that? There are a lot of ways besides just doing a knee replacement that you can decrease somebody's pain and improve their function. 
Okay. And I'm not saying the answer has to be physical therapy. I'm just a physical therapist. And of course, that's one of the first things that comes to mind because I treat individuals and our entire team at Physio Room and many, many other physical therapists all around the country and all around the world treat people every single day who have meniscus tears who are not going to have surgery. And we see many of those people respond really well to the conservative management, get back to doing activities like running, like skiing lifting weights, going up and down the stairs, riding bicycles without knee pain. So I just I just don't understand. And I wanted to come on here, and I hope this doesn't come across as too much of a rant, even though it kind of is. And the point that I want to get across to you guys is you have to be the advocate for yourself or for your family member and ask the challenging questions and be willing to push back and not just take the answer that is given to you. Because it was pretty clear to me through the conversation with, with my friend earlier today that her mom has not necessarily been thrilled with how her situation is being managed, but she just didn't know any better, right? She didn't know that she potentially could have been referred to physical therapy. She was just expecting that the provider was gonna direct her in what was the best course of care for her at that situation. And from the little bit of information that I have, I don't necessarily believe that that is true because it is very hard for me to believe that repeated cortisone injections are the only thing that we could have done unless all those other opportunities and options were presented and they were turned down, which it doesn't sound like that was the case. So for yourself, when you have something that's bothering you, it is, I am giving you permission to ask challenging questions to your providers, to do your own research and come to those appointments with thoughts and ideas and not just expect that, well, this person knows what's best for me. Because as a provider, we have a lot of great ideas, but nobody knows your body better than you do. No surgeon, no physician, no physical therapist, no chiropractor knows your body better than you do. And you know how it feels better than anyone else. And you know better than anyone else how it is impacting you from a mental, physical, emotional, and like social standpoint, right? So if you take anything from this episode, I hope, I hope you take from this that you are the only person that at all times is going to look out for your best interest because everyone has a lot of things going on in the world. Everything has a lot of, everyone has a lot of things on their mind. And that orthopedic provider probably saw, I don't know, 40 other patients in the same days that that they saw uh, my friend's mother. And, um, you know, someone's writing all those notes and someone's having to sign off on a bunch of stuff. And I know that a lot of times decisions get made that are just time-saving things and it is more work potentially to refer someone on to another provider or to another profession like physical therapy than just say, well, let's just do this cortisone injection. That should help your pain. And um, and then when that wears off, we'll see you back for another one so that we can get your pain down again. Be your own best advocate. And you're going to see a little theme here over probably the next month or so of episodes like this, where where we're talking about how you have to take control of your health. You have to take control of your care and direct it um, or direct it for your family member, like parents for children or spouses and whatnot. Um, because sometimes 
when we look at all the objective information, the decisions that are made are honestly just not in the best interest of clients. And this is an example that came up today that I just had to get on here and talk to you guys about. And I'm excited that this episode came out so quickly um, to when, when I was able to record this. I can't thank you guys enough for sitting here and listening to this. If this brings up any questions, I would love to know about them. Please feel free to email me. You can find all my information or, or social media message or, or whatever. All of my information is in the show notes. But my email is andrew at physioroomco.com if you want to just do it there. Please feel free to leave us a comment, any questions below on whatever podcast platform you're using. And if you're going to go do that, man, it would be amazing if you would be willing to drop a review on there for us, we have a goal on this show of getting 500, um, excuse me, 200 five-star reviews to get this show in front of more and more eyes and ears to spread this information with all of these great interviews we have and the topics that come up that people ask us to do recordings on. That would just be amazing. So thank you guys again so much for listening to this. And I can't wait to talk to you guys on the next episode of The Code. See you next time.